How are you doing with all the unknown out there in the world and in your life? It's certainly a time for us all to learn to trust and surrender. And today's guest, Susan Kennard, is here to channel some messages from Yeshua ben Yosef and other luminary guides in the spirit realms to support us in trusting and surrendering to the process that we're all undergoing at this time. Susan is a spiritual scientist trained in psychology and psychotherapy and also energy healing. And she's got an extensive toolbox that she brings to bear as she channels these messages for us today. Join us to hear more. Soul Nectar Show, the Soul Nectar Show. You're invited, delighted to discover who you are. Anything is possible if you believe. Join us on this beautiful journey. So Nectar Show. So Nectar Show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Nectar Show, that show where we talk about all things essence, where we gather around the campfire and we share our stories of connection to that which is bigger than us, to the great mystery beyond the veil, to those synchronistic moments that lead us to a deeper understanding of who we are and what we're doing here on this planet at this time. And you know you're in the flow when you're getting the same messages as other people that you're talking to who are also tapped in. And that is such a powerful experience to have that validation and to know that we're all part of a synchronistic organism that is expressing itself in a multitude of ways. And we can be a part of that experience. I'm your host, Carrie Hummingbird. At least that's what they call me in this incarnation. And, uh, I welcome you to these weekly conversations of Soul Nectar Show. I really love the inquiry of the divine, the human, the intersection, the planets, the consciousness, and how we can be in relationship with these seen and unseen worlds to create some harmony here on earth and to experience delight Anybody want to experience delight? I like delight. I'm really, I'm vibing on delight lately. There's been so much seriousness (laughs) and I would love some delights. So hopefully our guest today will help us to tap into something delightful. Welcome Susan Kennard to the show. Thanks, Carrie. Oh my goodness. That was such an amazing intro, wasn't it? Woo. Delight. Yeah, we all like delight. And um, we have something in the UK called Angel Delight. So maybe we'll get a bit of that as well. Angel Delight. That's right. <laughs> so Susan is a really awesome, amazing individual also who has opened up her own spiritual channel. Plus, she's a mom. So, you know, I love the moms. Me and moms, <laughs> we get each other. She's a spiritual scientist who originally trained in psychology and psychotherapy over 20 years ago. And in the last 12 years, like many of us, has undergone a transformation in modalities and adds (laughs) many energy healing modalities to her practice. She has an extensive toolbox that allows her to have that unique way of working. And she's been a therapist for over 20 years. And in that time, she specialized in helping people to clear their trauma on all different levels. She is just, she's got so many amazing uh, skills and practices, and she's got her own podcast. And I'm over there on her podcast. So, you know, check it out. She's also got a book, Awaken the Light Within Your Heart. 
And this is the one that's going to be coming very soon. So put that on your radar, Awaken the Light Within Your Heart. It's um, going to be coming through um, Hay House, which is a bubble of press, which is awesome. And as you may tell from Susan's accent, she's not from America. She's mm-hmm. international. She's from Britain. So, and she's awesomeness. So definitely check out her podcast, The Spiritual Awakener. It's on all the platforms. I will, like I said, put a link in the show notes so you can check that out. In the meantime, you can listen to her right here, right now. So Susan, briefly, I love people to know like (laughs) a little bit about how you opened up to doing what you're doing today, which is really kind of outside of the realm of normal, traditional psychotherapy. Right. Like it's a little frowned upon some by some. So tell us, like, how did you open up this miraculous gift in yourself and start to give it to others? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a long story, but um, in shortened version, I'd say around about my Saturn return at age 27. And um, as I'm talking to you now, I'm going to be 52 in a couple of days time. So it was a long time ago. And I had a spiritual awakening experience where I was a psychologist and I was doing my postgraduate degree in psychotherapy. So I was kind of working in child protection and doing my postgraduate degree. And um, I had a spiritual awakening where a friend of mine who was a previous boyfriend took his life. And so um, I had a kind of like bump in the night awakening experience, which is episode one of my podcast. And where, you know, I felt that someone was in the room. I had this sense that there was literally someone with me and I was completely frozen. I could not move, but it wasn't scary. And it was a sense that I had that I didn't know who it was at that time, but I knew that, you know, actually I was in an altered state and yet I had no idea what altered state was. You know, I was a psychologist. I, I'm evidence girl, you know, I was never really into anything spiritual, but I was kind of interested in astrology and that was about it. And so then a few months later, a friend of mine um, said, will you just stop talking about what happened to you? I'm going to get you a reading. So they got me a reading. I'd never really had one before. And the person just got through Martin, who was the guy that took his life and just told me everything about this guy that and we'd been holidayed together. We'd traveled to New Zealand. We'd done everything. And some of the things she told me, no one else knew apart from Martin and I. Then she said to me, she looked at me in the days when they did face-to-face work, right? And she looked at my hands and she said, and you're walking this path. And I went, no, you must be joking. I'm not walking this path. (laughs) So anyway, then it just um, kind of steamrolled. And then after that, I started to get this sense that there was so much more to us than there was. But I still resisted it for a very long time. And then then I found Transcendental Meditation. And that opened the doorways massively to the kinds of saying to your soul. Yeah, thank you. The, the, the doorways to our soul. But essentially, it was a doorway for me that led me to want to research what this was all about because I was a scientist and I wanted to know. And so I kind of wanted to disprove it, really. I wanted to kind of do my hypotheses and, you know, kind of disprove it. So I didn't disprove it. And I ended up um, training as a medium, you know, working on the platforms in London and living a double life. So I worked as a trauma specialist in in child protection. 
and I was working as a medium on the platform, this is a shortened version. And it just kind of evolved from there. And then each stage of my awakening in my life, I've resisted it every single time. It's like, no, no, surely I can't do that. No, 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 I can't do that. And then 12 years ago, I stepped out of the spiritual closet, which I kind of like that phrase because it was literally, I was a psychologist, I was a psychotherapist. No one knew I talked to my guides. No one knew that I talked to dead people, right? No one knew it. Um, and it, I, I stepped out. And as soon as I stepped out and owned it and actually talked about the fact that my guides were talking to me, I could see them. I, I could see into the body. I was a medical intuitive as well. And so all of this happened and the doors swung right open. And that's when I, the journey was in the media and, and stuff. And the rest is history apart from four years ago when I had another awakening where I did plant medicine, ayahuasca, and I saw myself doing light language and other times, other planets, and the light language came in. And now I work with the galactics and, uh, well, many of the beings that may come in today, which would be fun, but, um, and they create uh, crystal, galactic crystal healing chambers where I help people to heal themselves and help them to align to their mission it's all really good fun and surrender so it's very much about trust and surrender so that's a very shortened version in between then I trained as a neuropsychologist working with disease or dis-ease and I'm also a naturopath so I kind of have that traditional path where I call myself a barefoot grounded person and then I have my spiritual part which is where I work with higher consciousness as you do Kerry and bring it all together and so that's kind of how I got to where I am (laughs) in a shortened version. (laughs) Oh I love that I love your story and I love your honesty about your path and your connection and you know so tell us a little bit about the guides that you do channel like tell us more about who you actually channel. now. Yeah, yeah, the ones now. So um, Ashtar, so uh, Lord Ashtar from the Ashtar Command, working with the Palladian Collective. So I have him as almost like my right-hand man at the moment. I have Jeshua, uh, Jeshua Ben-Joseph, known as Jesus. He comes in and works with me. Mother Mary comes in, the Palladian Collective, Aturians, Syrians, uh, who else? Uh, the goddess energy some, sometimes comes in as well. The angelic realms come through, you know, many, many beings come through. But I would say that Jeshua at the moment is featuring very strongly. And I think the reason for that is around the collective aspect of what's going on here in uh, 2021. We're obviously recording this in October 21. I'm sure many people will realize if they're listening to this years later, they'll know that there was a great awakening going on. And so I think Jeshua is coming in right now because he's coming in to let us know that his journey was depicted as a suffering journey with sacrifice. And what he tells us and what he says um, when he comes through me is that actually it was trust and surrender. And what he says very strongly is that this is really our path of peace. Oh, thanks. It's coming through. So that this is our path of peace when we trust and then we surrender to what is 
we find that peace within. And I think that's a really key message for now because we really can't do anything else but trust and surrender. You know, what is going on in the world is creating this space where people are either in fear or they are in surrender. And it's just, you know, that's just how it is right now. So I think he's coming in very much with this beautiful message of love, 100% it's seamless love, helping people step onto the ascension pathway and, and really stay in that ascension, that beautiful seamless love of ascension. But also to say that, you know, we never do it on our own. You know, we are really really looked after by the beautiful beings of light and all the other beings that work with us. But we also know deep in our soul that we knew we would be here at this time. We chose to be here at this time. And we knew that the pathway to peace was to stand in our sovereignty, stand in our sovereignty, but also stand in our trust. And so more and more people are waking up to realizing that they're not on their own, they're finding their communities, they're finding their tribes, and they're realizing that they can walk a path of freedom once again, even though the external world might appear to feel that we're unfree, that we're not free in this world. I think that's the message why he's coming through. That's beautiful. You touched on a couple of things that I've been really curious about in an inquiry with White Eagle, who's my own guide that um, channels through me, my oversoul. And the messages that I get from White Eagle is that there's been some similar messages about sovereignty and about unity is going to be happening through a different way than humanity has achieved unity up until now. Like humanity has achieved unity up until now through conformity and forced conformity, which is a violation of free will, which isn't true sovereignty in that way. Like it's not true unity because it doesn't respect people's sovereignty. So I've been asking a lot of questions about what is sovereignty because there's some refinements and distinctions about that actually that I've been getting and what I've been hearing, and I would love to hear what Yeshua is saying through you, is Mm -hmm. I've been hearing that sovereignty is soul sovereignty not like necessarily personality sovereignty. So Mm. like me aligning to white eagle to my soul and then there's sovereignty, not necessarily Carrie Hummingbird having sovereignty. Mm. What I'm really hearing here and feeling it as well in my heart is really what sovereignty is, is remembering. So what Jeshua is saying is like remembering fully who you are as this incredible divine being of light, choosing an expression of humanness at this time, but remembering that sovereignty as the soul, rather than, as you said quite rightly, Kerry, what you've been getting is, it's not really the person that we are, it's the sovereignty of the soul. And when we remember that we are this, you know, if we took this jacket off, you know, this 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 coat, this jacket, this body, if we took this off, underneath would be an infinite soul and with no restrictions nothing at all no no feelings about anything just everything infinite so then we put it back on that's when we start questioning but in that taking it off we can remember that we are this i am presence that holds no barriers at all 
So it's that I feel is coming through that he's saying is sovereignty is that true owning and remembering who you are. Yeah. And sovereignty being an infinite energy is not concerned about finite material things. And I've seen a lot of light workers and people I consider to be conscious. And I, I know we all are working on this, myself included, get a little tripped up on, you know, sovereignty with regards to things that are physically affecting us, right? Like we could talk about the vaccines. We could talk about, you know, those kinds of things in the environment, like being forced to do things that might be against your, your will or your ideas. Right. And so we have to talk about that. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to hear Mm. what you're hearing about that. But yeah, I hear, I hear what you're saying. And it's, it's almost like I feel, um, it's, I don't like the word test, but it's like an oscillation between, you know, we're here, we remember who we are, right? We get it. We get it. But sometimes we just drift a little bit into the personality, you know, the human personality, right? And so we just have to honor all those people that have, chosen, I feel, a much harder path to decide to listen to the narrative. So to me, I've really, you know, awakened again to this, you know, no judgment of it, because right at the start, there was judgment. And then now there's a no judgment. There's actually, my goodness, what a journey to choose, yeah, to experience perhaps some, you know, physical experiences that were not expected, you know, all of this kind of stuff, you know, to actually go down that journey. That's like the Jesus Joshua perception of suffering and sacrifice. Actually, it's just coming in here to remind me of that. So actually, you know, incredible souls that have chosen that path. And I think that at the very start, my perception was, oh my goodness, that's really awful. Don't choose that path, right? But now I step back and I'm like, wow, actually, I honor you for that. And if I can support and help you in any way, I will. Yeah. And I think it's a very different place to where where I was before. So there's my oscillation between the personality and the science that I know as well. So the understanding of the physical body and understanding this vehicle, because I studied it for so long. And I also understand what a virus is. <laughs> so it was like quite hard for me when I was seeing everything circulating about something that you could catch. And I'm like, that's really interesting because actually a virus is an incredible way of cleansing a body, right, within. So I was like, well, that doesn't match with my understanding. However, it's all about vibration. So then I'm thinking, well, actually, you have to be a vibrational match for anything. We know that about, you know, our experience in the world, don't we, Kerry, that, you know, if we're a vibrational match, like we met each other, we're a vibrational match other people vibrational match. You, we, we, you have to be that vibrational match to come in contact with whatever, what is, yeah? So from that perspective, if the word catching is true on some level, but just not in the way that it's spoken about, yeah? So for me, the, the, the whole vaccine issue, I'd rather call it 
a jab really or an injection because um, that's kind of how I feel it is. It's not really doing what vaccine does. So it's, you know, it's a very different conversation there, but it's a choice and it's a soul choice. And it's the same as we choose our parents, right, to come in and learn what we need to learn and for them to experience what they need to experience and, you know, all of that. So it's like we've chosen that as an experience. I personally choose not to do that. That's my my personal free sovereign will. Yeah. And somebody else might. So it's it's a really tricky one because on my human part of me wants everyone to wake up and align to their mission because that's my mission right to help people align to their mission so that human part of me wants that but that other part of me honors whoever chooses whatever in their journey and I think that's all we can do right now in this moment surrender it to God source creator and the creator within yeah it's all a learning right it's all valuable learning. Um, and just as an aside, like, I don't know, early on in this COVID thing, I kept getting these messages that said, yeah, this thing's going to, it's going to transform and transmute so quickly. They won't be able to combat it with anything, right? It's just mother nature is just going to like, try to keep up with mother nature, see if you can keep up with her. And yeah. that's kind of what's happening. Right. And I saw that a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh, that's coming true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those those yeah, messages absolutely. that I kept getting and I was speaking out there and people just thought, I don't know what they thought about it, but I just was saying it because it was coming through. And then I saw that a couple of months ago and I was like, yeah. wow, it's really happening. <laughs> okay. You know, oh, we could get into a whole conversation oh, about my that, goodness. but yeah, don't but, fight but Mother Nature. <laughs> no, absolutely. And we are, you know, we're that representation of Mother Nature, aren't we? You know, we yeah. are connected to the earth, but we're connected to the universe and the multiverse as well. So we are that representation. But wow, what a journey, you know, what an incredible journey that we're all going on right now. How do you deal with it as a messenger of light? that sense of people listening or not listening, like, because there is like this, for me, there is this tension between my physicality, feeling the pressures mounting in the space and feeling, you know, on a timeline, you know, in what the Incans call the pacha, you know, the time in the space, when we're in the pacha, we can feel things coming, you know, and we can feel you know, the, the immensity of that in our physical senses. And that can feel, you know, trigger some reactions, you know, like some urgency, like we need to get on this, you know, like now. And then there's the eternal aspect that is perfectly relaxed because it already is predicted and known or seen what's coming down our Pacha timeline. So there's this tension between those two realms. And when people aren't listening, like they're kind of like, la, 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 awakening, what, la, 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 you know, that, Mm -hmm. how do you personally hold yourself through that? When all of your family and a lot of your friends (laughs) are choosing an option when I can see that it might not be the best option for them. Um, it's a really hard one, but as I said, you know, I'm, I'm so much more living in the present moment of it. I'm so much more stepping away from what I think is good for them. And it's, it's like, you know, being a mother, we don't do our journey for our children. Right. So we 
hold that space and we protect them of course we make choices that that are going to you know protect them but we don't do their journey for them and it's the same as we don't do another one's another's journey for them and we're never responsible for another adult anyway and it's just trying to stay in that present moment of I love you so much I don't care what you think yeah and it's like whatever they think is what they think and that's their journey and we just have to open the door I think yeah thank you (laughs) I start saying be that representation of light and be that representation gosh coming right in here hold on that was our journey okay so what he's saying is that um what are the plan for our journey was to be that representation of light so as as we are um he's sort of showing me many light beings here so it's like as we stand in that representation of light we stand in that expansion for others thank you so that expansion for others as we stand in our light we help others expand and and that I think is all we can do it's interesting because on Monday it's my birthday and I'm having you know all the family around and so on and every single one of them (laughs) has gone down that journey in that road and it's going to be really interesting because obviously the subject never comes up about COVID or anything because there's nothing to talk about. You know, there's, there's no way to go in this conversation. So I just stand in my light and I have a great life. My children are very happy and, you know, we have, we, we, we do what we do and we stand there and, you know, we just love them for who they are. I think that's, it's not easy. It's not always easy. And I think it's important to acknowledge that. But as Ashtar said, as we stand in our light, we help others to expand in theirs. And it could be that the awakening happens two years down the line in a timeline. It could be that happens tomorrow. It could be that it doesn't, but we can't be responsible for any of that apart from being in our light. I love that answer. And um, along the lines of that, I, I've i been getting these downloads that, you know, much like I've heard for many years now on my journey, the encouragement to not try to fit in, mm. but to go ahead and be that rainbow sheep out there vividly. <laughs> rainbow shining. sheep. I like that. <laughs> like, hi, yeah. rainbow sheep here, you know, and to just go ahead and be that. That's so brilliant. I you know, that. Yeah. and and like and 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 so this this human part of me, right, in this incarnation that has always been the rainbow sheep and therefore never really fit in anywhere, that always really wanted to belong. Yeah. And now there's like this call within me, and I'm wondering mm. if the guys have anything to say about this or you on your journey about this new form of belonging that I'm feeling emerging in my space and uh, like this invitation for me to become an invitation for people to mm. belong with me in the yeah. light rather than these other divisive places where you only belong if you agree. Yeah. I find it hard to agree <laughs> with, um, <laughs> with anyone really. <laughs> I find it hard. Something about um, us, rainbow sheep. Yeah, it's funny. I just have to say, in the UK, and it might be other places, 
but we don't say we say black sheep. Yeah, I know. So I changed say, it. I changed it oh, to right. rainbow no, sheep. I was say, like, no, I just wondered if it was something that, like you knew like, about the black sheep of the family or the black. I know. like colors. I mean, yeah, no, me too. I love that rainbow sheep. That's just like we're spectrum. Perfect. In fact, what are you talking about. In fact, my children who are nearly fourteen and twelve and a half will absolutely love that. So. Because they're very rainbow sheep as well. <laughs> um, not so much now. They're not in main mainstream ed, but they when they were in mainstream ed, they were very rainbow sheep. <laughs> um, yeah, they say my mum's weird, and you know, like yeah, everyone was things. convinced yeah. I was crazy, like, and I might, yeah, be, yeah. I might be. You're taking your chances by listening to me, people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could be. <laughs> I love the uncensorship that you have on your podcast. It's so brilliant. It's so refreshing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I need to maybe step into that as well on my podcast, but I haven't yet. So where were we? Yeah. So I suppose the fitting in, I've, I've never been very good at that, but um, when I worked in child protection was a clear example for me of where I really didn't want to be told what to do. So um, by, you know, any of authority, I've never been good with authority. I've, I've never really liked it. I've always felt that we were never meant to be told to do anything. We were meant to come into our own knowing of, of, of who we are um, and, and definitely the children as well. But it's, but yeah, so saying about fitting in, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's about us expanding and everyone listening to this is about you you know just standing in in what you feel is your divine feminine power divine masculine power whoever's listening we're both actually but standing in that and just really owning who you are and and just not worrying about what someone else thinks you know and just really standing in that is sometimes hard for people to really feel. I've been practicing it for a long time, so I've got quite good at it. But if you are just stepping into it, I know many people are in relationships where one person is choosing one way of thinking and going down the narrative of of mainstream. And then there's someone in the family that's waking up or awakening to their true power. And they're saying, well, actually, I literally, I'm two, there's two different people here. And that is happening a lot with people. So that, you know, my heart goes out to people that are going through that. But I still think it's really important. You only have one life this time, right? And the one life this time, live it to your mission. Because to me, mission is getting up every day and loving what you do, who you are, you know, exploring avenues of expanding your consciousness and really standing in that truth of who you are. And mission doesn't have to be what Carrie and I do. It can be anything. It could be baking a cake. It could be, you know, working with animals. It could be being a technology person on computers, which I'm definitely not. <laughs> and you, you know, you could be doing that and it lights you up and you absolutely love it. That is mission. Service to another mission. And it's, you know, without sacrifice. And I think that's the key thing. The key message is be who you're meant to be. And you don't have to judge anyone else. You don't have to be unkind to anyone else. You just say, actually, for me, this feels right. And one of the things that I've helped people with a little bit because they've been struggling with families making choices to have the jab or not to have the jab or this or that or the other. I always say to them, just say, I'm sure you're making the right choice for your body, but I'm making the right choice for mine. 
And I think that's a really helpful kind of reverse psychology in a way, you know, where you're actually saying, well, are you making the right choice for your body, right? By saying, I'm sure you are making the right choice for your body. It plants a seed. And I think that's just just a little nugget that people can use if they if they are in a situation um, that is challenging and puts them in the 3D a little bit. Yeah, long answer to a question. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> uh, and I, I think that it's really important to understand that we're not all getting the same lessons in the same ways. Sometimes we're getting the same lesson in the opposite way too. So I also got the message over and over and over again. Every time I ask, because I ask a lot, you know, I ask a lot of questions. I hope my guides don't mind that, but I'm constantly asking questions. And I think they just pop the champagne every time. They're like, she's asking us again. (laughs) But I'm like, are you sure I shouldn't take this vaccine? Should I take it? They're like, no. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so I get over and over and over again. I just like, okay, I'll keep asking though, because maybe something shifts and then it's different now. So it hasn't been different for me. It's been steady the whole way through and I'm not. But I also know people who are very intuitive, Mm -hmm. who for them, the answer was yes. This is medicine for me. And I was like- And I think think it's interesting because I'm working with several people at the moment on that level. And I'm just seeing, you know, in the field, I'm just seeing like a veil in the field. Um, And I just kind of see this veil in front of people when- when they've done that. And so that's easy to clear, like it's not a big deal. And I also can see um, within the cells and within the body and, you know, little bits of toxicity. But the key thing is that bringing that connection in. And I think what I'm seeing is just not completely in. And I think that is the key thing. But I honestly believe we can change anything. And many people are saying, I've got to have it. I'm like, you know what? When you see that coming, imagine it as complete pure light, complete healing light, complete, absolutely beautiful healing, golden light from source. And I honestly think we can shift anything. It's just energy. So I think the reason why it was made um, has an energy. And I think we can literally blast that with light and light always is more powerful. So yeah, I think if you're coming from a place of fear when you do it, that's a different place. But if you're coming from a place of, you know what, actually, yeah, I'm okay with that. I yeah, think. the neutral space. Yeah. Absolutely. And I yeah, agree I'm choosing you. not to as well though. I'm choosing not to as well. There's um, a big message I'm traveling. Yeah, me too. I'm traveling to Peru. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Peru. Like a couple of weeks. I so, went to Europe. I went to Greece. It was no problem at all. No issues. See, that's um, the funny thing is that everyone yeah. kept making up these stories. Like it was such a huge deal. And then mm. I went to Mexico twice in 2020, in 2020 to 2021, twice yeah. to Mexico, twice to Peru. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> we went, so You're last fine. year we went to, I got back from San Diego when Trump closed the borders. So I was speaking at Speaking about my podcast, actually, at the New Media Summit, then we went to Fortaventura, then we went to Lanzarote, uh, then we went to Corfu. And so we we travelled loads last year. And this year we haven't travelled as much. And the only place we've travelled is Greece and we went there. But we're planning November to go to the Canary Islands again. So to me, I, I don't, you know, and we're planning Hawaii next year because hopefully I teach my retreat. I'm not, 
doing it this year. It just didn't feel the right energy. But next year, I'd like to go out there and, and teach a retreat in Hawaii. But it, it just, you just have to just live free. And then when you live free, the universe lines up and goes, well, you just need to do that. You just need to do that. And that's it. And you get the right bit of information that drops in just when you need it and doors open. And, you know, I, I just think it's, just like the jab. It's just like, actually, if you just live in your true empowerment or your alignment, then you know everything is in perfect alignment for you. Everything always works out. You always get a parking space, you know, that kind of thing. If that's in your vibration, and that's not in an ego sense, by the way, because, you know, I understand when sometimes things don't go right for people and it feels really bad, but it is just about vibration. So when, you know, as you carry, you know, you're traveling around, you're planning other things, it's ease and grace, right? And there are a few things we have to do, but it's not a big deal. And I think it's seeing it as I choose to go there. So therefore, everything will laid out, be laid out for me if it's my highest and best good to go there. Yeah. yeah and the timeline might shift because, you know, yes. to coordinate all those things, there's a lot of factors. That's what mm. I was realizing with the first trip to Peru because we were going to go in June of 2020. And then we all envisioned ourselves on the mountain. We all saw ourselves. We saw mm. ourselves in Peru. We saw ourselves at Machu Picchu. We saw ourselves. We knew we were going to be there. And then the travel restrictions were preventing it and Peru wasn't allowing it. And so there were these obstacles. And I just kept telling everybody, don't worry about it. Just keep seeing yourself going. We're going to get there yeah. in 2020. Just keep seeing it. And lo and behold, we got it. We got there in November. We got to go to Machu Picchu on the first day they opened it to international tourists. There was nobody there. And we got, we got to wander around and take pictures with no crowds. And yeah. to feel the energy of Machu Picchu after the land got to breathe you know, yeah. for so many months without all the tourists, like it was just incredible. So this is really also about, I, I was told at the time, I was told, mm -hmm. remember this, because this is important teaching, actually, that I would be teaching this to people to say, this is manifestation from the soul level. And when yeah. your soul's aligned, and you're meant to be there for some activation or for some meaningful occurrence, mm -hmm. like happened with us in November on that prophetic day, that is going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. So trust that and then mm -hmm. just keep moving forward through any fears that might arise and just realize that those are just, there's a wafts, like little smoke in the wind. And it, it yeah. like this whole, this whole epidemic thing is, has been so impactful for so many people. So I don't want to, I don't want to dismiss it as, I mean, it's been, it, it? No. it's been, a mm. you know, on so yes. many, the human level has been tragic, but I yeah. feel like the, at the soul level, it's been amazing in the way that we've all learned so much about ourselves and yeah. we've gotten 2020 vision, you know, clear sight on what Literally. we're creating. Right. And I think it's Literally. funny that it was 2020. I was like, oh, all this stuff is just too perfect and funny. Yeah. And I, I love that about the sacredness that you were talking about, because I know that we were planning Hawaii in November and I knew earlier in the year, I was like, no, it doesn't feel right. Anyway, so they've now got a volcano erupting in Hawaii right now. So when you were talking about the sacredness of it, you know, the kind of space, actually, when Mother Earth has decided to release whatever, you know, anger, frustration, whatever it is that needs to come out from the earth through the volcano. There's one in La Palma at the moment as well. 
then the ground. Imagine the fertile energy of the ground that will be there to walk on in Hawaii, you know, when we go. So it's all perfect. It's always perfect. And it's trust and surrender, right? Once again, trust and surrender. And that I think is our message of ascension. You know, it is, as you said, we've done ascension in different ways before, but we haven't done it this way. And this, so, this is really coming home. Right? Say some more about surrender before we go, because I know we have a few more minutes and it just surrender. I mean, all of us are faced with surrender, especially so at this time. And mm. for me, it's like this understanding of what that actually means. And I feel like in the conversation I just had with White Eagle a couple of days ago or yesterday, maybe even, it mm. was like the surrender of my identity, like my identification and allowing this permeation of a higher understanding of myself to be in effect inside my being and to guide me. Mm. And it's not that I, it feels a little bit, there's a tiny little feeling of loss, but it also feels like I'm gaining much more. Surrendering to that is sort of like a mini death, you know? So it's, it's like what? loss of something. You know. Jesus thing, wasn't it? Like the trust and then the surrender, which yeah. in his case was the sacrifice, right? So that actually really resonates with what you're saying. But, but for me, sometimes people are not ready to completely surrender it as the soul. But one thing that's really that was coming to me, and this is Mother Mary really coming in here. I can kind of see her energy coming in here. And she's saying it's as a newborn baby comes into the world completely vulnerable, completely in surrender. She's saying that this is how we need to be, that we are that newborn baby to Mother Earth and that we surrender our humanness to this journey. And that's what she's saying. And I, and one of the things that's really helpful, I feel, is to, is to really say, I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know how, you know, this is going to happen. I don't know how my relationship's going to work out after this. I don't know how my children are going to be, but I'm just going to trust. Yeah. And that's coming into the heart and the soul, you know, really in the heart space and coming and just saying, oh my goodness, I just don't know how it's going to work out. And I think that if we could just have that little nugget of conversation with ourselves, when something happens or we can see something just about to happen in a family or whatever it might be, just say, okay, right. I'm just going to trust and surrender this because I have nothing else I can do. And I think that's more of a human aspect and mother mary came in as more of you know well as we come in we, we we need to be that vulnerable baby and surrender to being looked after right i get that why she's saying that but also to look at it as we're here we're paying you know people are paying bills they're living in houses they've got relationships they've got children they've got school they've got cars they've got all this stuff that is an illusion to be human, but it's all stuff that perhaps we need to test out surrendering to. So just testing out, like we used to test out manifesting, 
Now we don't need to test it out, right? Because it's just part of who we are. But if we test out surrendering and we can just, like I did with my book, we just test it out and just go, okay, I don't know how that's going to happen. You show me. <laughs> yeah. And just, and just, uh, just test it out. And I think that's like baby steps, isn't it? To remembering that true soul power that we have within that knows exactly where we're meant to be and exactly who we are. Mm. <laughs> I love that you brought in the manifestation piece and how, you know, we got interested. I don't in worry spirit. about that now. I know we got interested in spirit because we thought we could get something better. That was mine, you know, like, oh, I, okay. I'm interested in this manifestation thing. I want to like make my life better. Let's like make, okay, spirit, let's come on, let's do it. You know, like, <laughs> I'm going to like make my life better. And, yeah. and then I started getting the same thing that you were talking about where I was like, oh, like I lead a practice called Despacho from the Sacred Valley in Peru. It's a gratitude offering, you know, for, for spirit and for mother earth. But, you know, I was using it like, let's manifest everything we want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we, we, we've all been there. Like, I've been there as well. I've been like, you know, well, what do I want to manifest, you know? And it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's really good fun. But we are that vibrational match to yeah. what we're manifesting. And it's just, you know, it, it's, it's okay to manifest, right? It's okay to choose what you want to choose. And it's okay to want something better in your life it's absolutely okay to do that but it's also so much fun when you stand in that present moment and you live your life in that present moment in that peace and you just go oh I wonder what will come in now I wonder what wonderful things will evolve and opportunities and how can I reach more people this is me right how can I reach more people how can I you know if there's one person another person that I can reach. Yeah, great. Let me do that. So that, that, that to me is my only manifesting bit, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And it has to do with trust. And the first one has to do with fear. You know, when I was, when I was yeah. manifesting, I was all fearful that it wasn't going to happen and then trying to figure yeah. out how to make it happen. And now it's like, okay, I know it happens because you guys yeah. have shown me, like my guys are always showing me mystical experiences that shouldn't be happening. And it's like, wow, that thing is happening right here, right now. Yeah. It's amazing. And now it's like that, okay, now surrender. Like let's practice, like you said. What if the soul has really amazing things in store for you that if you let go of your limited ideas, Carrie, you could actually experience something far greater than you could imagine if you yeah. would just let go of your checklist of all the things you want to happen in the order in which you want them to happen. And that's, that has really been my dance with White Eagle over the last few years, at least since I started realizing that I was kind of misusing the despacho gratitude ceremony. It, you know, like, was it? Well, you weren't was, misusing it. You were just like I was evolving. Like, oh, yeah. I okay. I'm I'm a, some new understanding is coming in now. <laughs> what this is really about? Okay, thank the you. Thing, the thing that I'm not manifesting, but I am manifesting, is my divine compliment. You know, this carry right. My divine compliment. My soul partner. You know, to yes. share my journey with, and um, the you know I. I do completely surrender to that. And I know that whoever it is will be a complete, amazing vibrational match to me, right? And I know that, 
but would he just hurry up? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what is taking you so long? Right. He's going to watch this back so and be like, it the... took a little too long, but okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When I meet him, we were like, for God's sake, I've been like waiting for you to turn around the corner. Yeah. So, so you know, we can have fun with we can have fun with it. But yeah, going going back to like wherever you are in your life, you're listening to this. Wherever you are in your life, you know, there's there's no judgment with it. It just it is where you are in your life. And I think the the practice of coming into the present and really trusting, and as Jeshua said, surrender, trust and surrender, and know that, you know, what what is the worst that can happen, right? That you have to trust and surrender again. Yeah. And coming into that and trust and surrender each time. And um my, you know, my my lovely soul family, my members, you know, they they're repeating these words now, you know, they're like, all right, I, that came up. So I'm just going to trust and surrender. And that's beautiful because it becomes part of your, your narrative I hear, but yeah, like having a joke with us, but your narrative, you know, your narrative, your internal, I am presence narrative. Yeah. Beautiful. What an amazing, amazing share. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the guides who came in. Cute. Really appreciate yeah. all of you and your wisdom and you know, I, I, I'm so, it, it comforts me to know that, that guidance is available and mm-hmm. right here whenever we ask for it. And for everybody listening who maybe, if it hasn't opened up for you yet to hear it or to feel it or to sense it or to know it, the invitation is to keep cultivating the practice of mindfulness because that's where Susan started and that's where I started too, is that mindfulness and that that stilling of your mind and it's okay if you have too many thinking for a while, it, you know, don't judge it. And it, it'll just relax as we relax our nervous systems. Mm. You know, we've been under siege on this planet with so much fear. And once our bodies relax and we get grounded again and we get safe, then those messages can come in really beautifully and really easily. And we'll just know something we didn't know before. And in the meantime, just, you know, encourage your guides to put it in front of you. Like, and breathe. Yeah. And breathe. Bring me a sign in my face, you know, like on a truck or something. Like, whatever. Yeah, I think it's happen. important to ask for it. I think it's important. You're absolutely right. Ask for the, ask for the feather, ask for the parking space, you know, start with the parking angels. You know, parking just, angels are awesome. Yeah. Just like, I always get a space because I just expect it now, but not from a place of ego. It's just to become part of my energy that I get a parking space. But if you just ask them and then just see what happens, if you've never done that before, you know, it's a, it's a really fun thing to do. And you're like, oh, thank you. That's brilliant. Yeah. And mm. the gratitude. Oh, the gratitude. Mm. Yeah. So much gratitude. Yeah. So I thank you so much for being here with us on Soul Nectar Show, Susan. Is there anything last minute that the guys want to share um, with the audience? Anything else they want to say? I think they're itching to say that um, one of the ways of connecting with them is definitely stillness and silence, but to put your hands on your heart and just close your eyes and just connect with your heart center even if it's for three breaths and just connect. And just listen. And even if you don't hear anything, know that just being in that moment, even if it's three seconds, you've come 
into your heart. You've come into your knowing. And the guides can come just that little bit closer to you. Mm. And you may hear some whispering. Or just a thought that you think is in your head. But they are always words of love. Mm. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that beautiful connection that you have you. with all of us. And I'm going to encourage everybody to please like, follow, subscribe, all the words, share this out, share it with some more people, be courageous, you know, show a little of your woo side, come out of the closet share the episode with people that might be on the fence or interested or starting to express curiosity. And that's how we can be in greater service um, with each other. Keep having the conversations and keep sharing them. I will point you guys to Susan's website where so much goodness is and her podcast. And you can all go check her out there. And definitely whenever the book is ready, I will be sure to let our audience know, Susan, for sure. Great. Yeah. Thank you, my love. Thank, thank you. you for having me on and, and thank you for sharing with your community. Absolutely. And so we're just going to end with kisses. So here come your kisses, everybody. You want to join me, Susan? We're going <laughs> to give kisses. Here come kisses, everybody. Mm-hmm. We love you. <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Soul Nectar Show. Bye for now. If you found even one gold nugget in this episode of Soul Nectar Show, will you do us a favor? Will you subscribe, like, and share this episode? Maybe even write a comment and let us know what you thought about it. We really, really want to engage with you at a much deeper level. Let's be part of community together. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. To dive in deeper to nourishing conversation, visit soulnectar.show.